listeners, this is Avia Winters, your drama fiend. And tonight, we're going to be talking about Your Name Engraved here in a Taiwanese film that premiered almost a week ago. My points might go all over the place because my original format is not fit for all my thoughts about this movie, but let's start. I absolutely have been loving BL dramas that are from Taiwan. I saw the preview and marked this on my calendar, and even though this podcast will be out almost a week after the movie's release, it's due to my podcast schedule. I technically reviewed it on time. (laughs) Now, we meet the main character. I say he's the main because we see Chang Jia Han's perspective and not so much of Birdie's perspective. You see like 99% of Jia Han's perspective. Sorry if I butchered their names. I don't know how to pronounce them and I tried listening to them back and it just didn't sound right. Even in the ending when they are walking together, we mostly see the back of adult Birdie and we see the expressions of Jia Han. Um, the first time Jia Han met Birdie, he was already attracted to him, which was indicated with him staring at him under the water while they were holding their breath for their swimming class. Jiahan is a character that is more laid back, observing, quiet, and comfortable with his group of friends. Birdie is the wild card. For the most part, he does what he wants, speaks out against any injustice or unfair things happening around him, and I do love the character Birdie. I do like them both, but I love Birdie. He's a bit more complicated when it comes to his feelings for Jia Han. And I love that throughout most of the movie, I would question if he was actually into Jia Han. It's just that he was so reluctant and I thought it would be okay for someone like him who stands up to unfairness, no matter who the person is, to accept Chang Jia Han's feelings or reciprocate it. But the thing is, is that I realized Birdie was pushing him away to make sure that he was okay, Chang Jia Han. I think that Birdie would have been okay with people knowing about him because some people picked up on it anyway and he didn't deny or acknowledge these names he was being called, but he did fight back. He didn't show his feelings like Jia Han does because he's more subtle with it. Shang Jia Han at one point could not hold back any longer when he was trying to hide his feelings. It was just coming out randomly. Also, I'm sorry about the pronunciation. I just cannot get it right. I'm trying to, but it does not sound the way I want it to when saying it out loud. The chemistry between the characters was so strong and I kept anticipating and hoping that they could finally have their moment alone together, but there was always someone watching. There is a reason why people were always like patrolling. It was due to the martial law being lifted and Taiwan sort of couldn't recognize itself after that was lifted, my observations, because they were always under a watchful eye and kept under control due to war going on so that they couldn't go back to the norm because I researched this, that this was one of the longest martial laws in history from 1949 to 1987. That's long. So people didn't recognize what it was. It's like they couldn't recognize themselves anymore. So they didn't know how to live life without martial law because that's basically 40 years and they were only 17. So they grew up in martial law. In the midst of that, people were trying to be themselves and couldn't be and not just like the LGBTQ plus, but also young women in school. They were blamed for enticing young boys and couldn't be around them. The students were hoping restrictions would be lifted, but it sort of wasn't and that the women are more harshly judged in school, yet the boys, you know, they're harsh on each other. This movie showed the times and that these times were hard because people couldn't love who they want to love. You could see that Chang Jia Han instantly had feelings for Birdie, but the moment I noticed that Birdie had feelings for Chang Jia Han, 
was after Bernie took the leap off the side of the building onto the stairs. When he was getting chased by Chang Jiahan's friends, he leaped and fell one story below and Bernie tried to stay away from him by having a female and he knew how it affected Chang Jiahan but Bernie knew that they couldn't love each other because it wouldn't be accepted by others. And I was nervous because of how Chang Jiahan couldn't hold back his feelings and would do certain things or react in certain ways in public just like when Bernie touched the girl's head and then Chang Jiahan ran and just like screamed out like you can't be doing that you can't make it obvious because you will get in trouble um even with their most intimate moment in the showers I was severely afraid that someone would walk by or hear them and they were going to get reported or harassed by like the rest of their students it just was never able to have these moments and be teenagers discovering themselves like they should have they were forced to focus on school and live like prisoners and since I do not read the synopsis I thought this was a prison film or a military film. I only saw the preview and just thought that this was a military film or a prison film. I feared that a trope was about to come into play that I used to see a lot a few years ago when it came to LGBTQ plus love stories, which is one would die. And although the stories were extremely engrossing, I found myself sad and crying, but also pissed off because society is like, it's still like this, albeit it's so much more accepting, but we have a long ways to go. I just do not like the death endings and love stories and feel they are too common and it seems like people who are different or not the same as what society considers is the norm, they cannot be together. And this is similar. I knew that I'd be disappointed at the end but I understood this ending. Also, Another topic is how the adults were trying to tell these young boys how men are supposed to be. For example, when the class of boys were performing for a band competition, the boys decided to sing and it was about a love song, I believe. The headmaster or some angry man told them that it was too soft and they shouldn't be singing like that as men. I got so upset. These are the words still being taught to kids today. Men aren't supposed to cry yet they have tear ducts. Like, we're not going to get into that though, but the film just, that just made me angry. The filming was beautiful, especially shots of the ocean and those silent moments of the looks between the two young men. This sold me on the characters' chemistry and acting. I also feel like they cut down the movie because the ending showed a ton of scenes that were not shown. The adult versions mentioned that the female hit on Jian Han, but that was never shown to us. So I felt like they could have shown us more if they were going to reference back to things us viewers had never seen before. Maybe this was a book as well though. I just don't like being left out of things unless it happened before the movie started. Just small things here and there. Wham! was on Chang Jiahan's wall. And I only know about that group from GTA and also maybe my family. One of the two members came out as gay later on in life and that was a reference to Chang Jiahan, but also they were very popular in the late 80s. Uh, the two young boys would basically sing songs that told how they felt for another, mostly Jiahan. He would play them for Bertie to explain his love for him, which I thought was very nice because there are sometimes you can't say the correct words, especially as a teenager in high school, and you need songs to uh, help with that. When Jiahan called Bertie and he played the song for him, the lyrics said, you can soar, but I can only stay here. Basically, that whole song is some of those things that they wanted to say to each other. And that quote is specifically Birdie saying to Jiahan, I'm thinking, because he used the female to get Chang Jiahan to basically focus on school and not on them because that would ruin them if everybody found out about their feelings for each other. So he, but also Birdie failed the exam too, so he had to retake them, but I don't think he ever actually passed the exams. He might've passed them. That quote basically reminded me of Birdie failing just so that Chang Jiahan can have a better life. 
Conclusion. They went through all of this just to not end up together. I'm disappointed that they are not a couple, but they can start a beautiful friendship, I guess. I think that Chang Jia Hun was still in love with Birdie even 17 years later. I think the way he was so giddy when speaking to him was really adorable. I just wish they'd end up together or ended up together. It makes my head hurt, honestly. This movie also shows how annoying society is. People are afraid of what they don't understand and it angers me. 1988 doesn't seem that far away from today. Let people love whomever they love, but I think it was also extremely difficult due to the country that they lived in. I think this might have been a true story because of the ending credits paying tribute to the pastor that Chang Jiahan kept speaking to and the pastor we found out was also in love with a man. The talks between Chang Jiahan and the pastor was interesting because it was hinted about the pastor and his past love and how Chang Jiahan felt it was unfair that he can't love someone who is the same gender yet others can because they like the opposite. This was a heartwarming movie and I would gladly watch it again even though they did not end up together and I did watch it two more times which is why this is a lot. I wrote a lot about this. But that is all for tonight, evening, or morning, wherever you are in this world. Thank you for listening. Please do me a favor and share the podcast so to let everybody know that Avi Wentz is doing podcasts on movies and television shows. It helps me out and I would greatly appreciate it. And until now, it's been Avi Wentz. Stay safe out there, everybody. Laters.